0: Hi, and welcome to Telepathic TV. This is television you watch with your third eye, and I'm Richard Johnston.
1: And I'm Mary Phelan, and our program is about raising our consciousness. And tonight we're going to discuss the topic of ambition. What is it? Do we need it? Is it even a valuable trait to to have? Or would we still be hanging out in the jungle eating uh, grapes and stuff that were grapes in the jungle, whatever the berries are that we would find in the jungle without it. So I yeah. guess we could start off. Uh, one of the things that inspired me to choose to discuss this topic is I, I have said this a lot that I feel that we have brought so much ambition into our spirituality In the old days, and you and I know what that is, when you would go to a spiritual gathering, it really so much was about each person being there from their own individual corner of the universe coming this very distinct path, usually the road less traveled and it may have been a little ostracized because they were different and looking for a deeper meaning in life and so when there was a coming together it was this deep beautiful bonding experience uh, from a soul level it was feeding and nourishing and since the thinking grow rich mentality of some of the uh, create your own reality type of mindsets which is all true and I, I, I agree with it I have found that many spiritual gatherings, as well as other kinds of gatherings, are filled with a lot of ambition, and yes. ambition is something that can never be filled. It's a hunger that can never be satisfied. And so all you have is hunger when you yes. walk the path of ambition. We've all done it. I think that's why most people crave to get out of the workforce and they go to great lengths and give up many things to get away from ambition and the push to be ambitious. We get judgmental of ourselves if we're not ambitious.
0: Well, ambition is, um, I do believe it's uh, uh, inherent. We do seek to improve, okay. Mm -hmm. Now, ambition, however, is a, a misalignment of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you just seek to improve, it is all automatically organic in your life. Uh, this fell on my foot i won 't be doing that again. Ambition is well i 'm going to sell you this pair of boots, and if it falls on your you know your your foot will be fine. But this ambition um, just takes the life force out of everything. It really does because the, you turn into a shark, you turn into this hunger, as you were saying. it just becomes all consuming and and you get lost in that
1: yes and you know one time i went to this spiritual gathering of sorts and we went on such a wonderful meditation and it was a pretty big name person that was running it and we were all in this really altered state and before we even came back they were selling some product i don't know it wasn't amway but it was something like that and i felt so vulnerable to that and people next to me were trying to hand me their card. And networking is great, but I I feel that sometimes it's at the expense of just being able to open up and receive. And that a lot of people take spiritual things, not for the experience of it, but for the value of it intellectually. Well, Mm -hmm. I can use this to make a living. I can use this to impress my friend or something. We all do it. I'm not, it, it's not a criticism, it's mainly a, a revelation, a revealing and, and showing that we're not getting out of our spirituality what we would ordinarily get from yeah. it.
0: It's like the Tupperware party of <laughs> metaphysics or spirituality or whatever yeah. it is. It reduces it to this sales thing. Yeah. And the thing about it is we've, we've had so many students over thousands of years, <laughs> if we go back into past lives, and they they take a lesson and they have the idea they know it completely and they put up this massive and very ambitious ad campaign people fall into their net and and they don't get much for their um,
1: well I think what you're talking about is very valuable because in the old days and something we've actually promoted on our show is mm-hmm. to own your knowing and all that yes. and I agree with that and I'm not taking it away but uh, maybe you can share some thoughts on this yourself, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the ancient mystery schools, the initiate had to go most of their life as an apprentice before they could become a master. Yes. And then when they did, you know, it was a great reverence. And there's something very healing and opening of the psyche and of the spirit when one walks in reverence, whether it's to this deity or to God or whatever, but when you are in the act of respect for another human being, you are more expansive than at any other time. So I think we are forced, or, or not forced, but that the teaching makes us be in the state of an initiate, an apprentice so that we give respect because when you're giving respect you're open. A long time ago I realized that when we bow we're really opening our radar dish of our crown chakra to the person mm-hmm. in respect and you're not really open in your crown to receive higher information if you're not filled with respect.
2: Yes. If
1: you're filled with ambition it usually is mm-hmm. that closed and you're more in the solar plexus area of trying to receive or even in the right. third eye. And it's not that it's bad, but that there are channels that we must all walk through in order to ascend up the ladder of ourselves.
0: Yeah. In in the process of, um, uh, well, in my process, I was taught palmistry when I was a younger person, by far younger, but I had no faculty to read poems Mm -hmm. uh, because I didn't know enough about life to do anything about it. And then when I was 18, I, a book came in my hand on the subject of palmistry, and I studied it in another book and another book and another book. And I was in um, art school at the time, so I started taking prints of popular mm. teachers, and I was going to do my senior show mm. with that. So, <clears throat> and I never asked anybody for money at all to read palms. I just did it. I'd say, hi, I'm studying palmistry. I'd be curious to see what your hand looks like so that I can figure you know, so I can factor you into who it is I am. And uh, one day, uh, this person came over, and I read their poem for them, and they went, oh, my God, and this was in the 70s, and they put down a $20 bill to thank me for having done that. That was the first time I ever got paid for reading a poem, and it occurred totally spontaneously, totally organically. I didn't ask for money, and that's how I knew that from it was then on, time. Yeah, from then on, it was what I did for a living. And this you were is,
1: initiated at that yeah. point. That's really a beautiful story.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's that's what it is about. Now, when you run out and pay for a class and then you immediately start, uh, you know, clawing to get clientele, that's just not, that's ambition, not initiation. Yeah,
1: yeah I see what you're saying. Yeah. And, you know, the, it, it, in truth, people do take classes to make a living and to do that. They go to college to get a job to do right, that, and right. that's fine. But if it's your spiritual path, I think mm. in, in a lot of ways it's very uh, challenging to have your spiritual world in with your work world. Yeah. Because they really do <clears throat> require two different aspects of you to a large extent. I remember when my kids were starting to go to college and just to make extra money I would make treasure candles. Oh, yeah. I was working a full time, part time and then I would do that at night. But treasure candles are very hard to make in that, not hard, but they are hard. <laughs> you have to put a layer and let it dry just as much just enough harden, so that you could put the treasure in and then pour the next but not wait too long that they harden completely or then they're kind of separated looking and so I would set my alarm for like every 45 minutes oh, during the God. night and then I realized I wasn't enjoying making candles anymore because I put it I put a expectation or a requirement I believe we all have... Ideally, we would get to the place that even if we have to work and make a living, we don't treat it with the ambitious mind. But I think we will Mm -hmm. until we go further. But if we could have an area, and that's the refuge that spirituality used to offer us, we would be done with our busy week with the mean neighbors and the nosy person down the street, and we would go into the temple or the church, and it's... ah. I'm at peace, there's a force greater than me that has all this under control, I can take this ambition off my shoulders, Mm -hmm. I step into faith. And when we don't have that, and when we bring like what Christ had said about the merchants in front of the church, if we bring our ambition into our spirituality, that's kind of what we're doing. And if you're in measurement, you can't be an experience. Yeah. No?
0: And if you oh. count your money, you're never going to have enough.
1: That's true. One quick thing, I, I before we get too far from the subject, you were talking about the experience, um, um, the life experience and what it mm-hmm. teaches us. Now in our workforce, in our country, it's so much about let's get the younger person for less money because they're energetic and they have fresh ideas. And so everywhere you look... There's no reward for experience, and a lot comes. You can have 80% is the knowledge, but that 20% is more valuable than any of the rest. Yes. Having the knowledge, the experience, it's like we are manning all of our workplaces with green wood, and green wood is not strong. It bends, it breaks. It will one day be strong wood, but if you put the pressure if you cut the wood while it's green and put someone inexperienced in charge they don't grow into hardwood either they become overwhelmed eventually stressed out and i really think the next generation could have health problems as if this isn't addressed you know early health problems oh, so if you have a business out there pay attention to your old wood <laughs> it's sturdy it's strong and there's value there, even if it's not the visible knowledge and the energy, there's something more offered. And that's the way the tree gets to be sturdy and old. You have to have the sturdy wood there. I don't care what it looks like. Yes, it grows faster in the beginning. Mm -hmm. but Anyway, just wanted to mention that.
0: In general, our society is being compromised by ambition. Yes. Um, uh, We're driving and somebody didn't pull out for the light, and um, Uh, realized that they were texting. okay, And then realized that they were fulfilling some aspect of an ambition they had by the texting. And then realized that... um, They weren't there. (laughs) Yeah, they were clearly out of the moment. But that aside, just everywhere you look, whatever that is that person is doing, it's because of an ambition. It is not because of what is the word, natural connection to spirit. It's, it's I've, I've got to get this sale, I've got to get this done, I've got to get over across town, I have to go pick up the, you know, it, it, we're driven by ambition rather than driven by uh, valuable things.
1: Yeah, one, one of the things I said for years is we are... Um Driven, uh, uh, We are pushed by ambition yeah. instead of pulled by love. That's true. Oh,
0: yeah, very well put. That's exactly the wording. Yeah. yeah. So could we stop that? <laughs> Just mm-hmm. go ahead and, and be pulled by love rather than driven because this is not working.
1: Well, you know, we've talked for a long time that attachment to outcome yes. is essentially um, not our optimum
0: no, choice
1: and so ambition really is that and so then one would ask well what if you took ambition away was everybody going to just stay on their couch no i don't believe that ambition uh, ambition is a whip and yeah. we don't require whips we Correct. can do things out of love mm-hmm. and out of conscious choice yes i'm going to like for instance if a, a person is supporting their family and they have to work their way up three promotion levels in order to easily support their family in a good way mm-hmm. and to be able to spend time with them they can still choose to do that they can still be motivated to do that but the ambition is where you get attached to it and you don't have any self-worth if you don't accomplish it
0: yes and we have our first caller hi caller what's your name please
2: hi Neville
0: this is Aurelia hi well welcome to the show what can we do for you
2: I'm wondering I don't have very I don't have any reception on the computer of your show
0: what yeah, is the, the topic
2: tonight? Uh, ambition. The
0: ambition and uh, <laughs> we're not streaming out live uh, we've arranged this so that you can if you hang on you'll be able to hear the answer so don't hang out. Oh
2: okay ambition that's great that'll go with my question. Ah.
0: <laughs> How convenient.
2: Uh, yeah let me give you a little background first I've been uh, quote homeless for a while like many months and at first it was quite a gas and unusual and different and adventurous and etc. and then people started um, coming to me and saying you know you really uh, shouldn't I don't shoot on people or myself that's the term they use you shouldn't tell people you're homeless because you know they'll look at you funny and they'll, they'll stereotype you and blah 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 blah. Anyhow long story short um, uh, it's getting old, and 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 I'm you know making movement toward not becoming homeless. However, when someone poses a statement to me like "make a decision that you are not homeless," in other words, I am not homeless, and affirm that. Now, the thing with that is, when I say that, I feel like I'm lying. So, I would just like your comments oh. on that, and and Mary's comments. Okay.
1: Well, thank you, and first of all, it's great to hear your voice. We think about you often.
2: And, thank you, same here.
1: And um, I, I, I'll go ahead. I, I have a quick answer on that while you're sure. uh, putting yours together because I know you have a lot to say, too. But I've asked that question myself and how I dealt with it in my own life. Because if you say I'm homeless and it's true, you feel like you're, you're pinning it down. If you say I'm not homeless and it's not true, you've, you're not in resonance with it. So I always say I used to be homeless or whatever the thing is, I used to do this. And so you're telling the truth and you're also putting it in the past.
2: Oh, very good. Yeah. And, and oh, another, I like, that. Yeah, I like that. I like that the past is past.
1: Yes, so yeah. I used to be homeless and that's true. And that gives you the freedom to write the future. But what what would you like to say?
0: um, The universe is standing by, waiting for us to make a decision so that it knows how to act. Mm -hmm. You've taught that. (laughs) So when you say, "I, I decide this, it's not yet true. But it's not going to become true until you make the decision.
2: Oh, another great answer. Yeah, yeah, so I that
0: decide opens opens
1: not to be home. homeless.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that opens the door to whatever the future will be. Otherwise, the future has no um uh map. You have to provide the map for it and then it and then the universe will decide. Great. Uh, well you were so uh you said so many times the universe will provide.
1: Well it's our job to say what and the universe's job uh, to, to say, say how. how. But yeah. yeah, by saying I used to be homeless, it's it's rendering a decision yeah. which yours is saying um, I no longer choose to be homeless is the answer to that. Yeah. I, my next decision is really my, my, my next reality. Yeah.
0: So that's very important. I decide to, uh, finish my lifespan, for example. I decide uh, to to live in a, yeah.
2: Well, well, I think that's just one of the most incredible things I've ever heard on your show, actually, is that once a decision is made, it's a done deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's true. The universe just unfolds in accordance with your decision. Yes. Yeah. Always yes.
0: has been. No one seems to notice well, because we make all these bogus decisions yeah. and then wonder why they happened. Go very ahead. good, very yeah. good.
1: You know, um, Wonderful. years ago when The Power of Intention came out, Uh, I it didn't feel right to me and I realized it it could have been named I mean it's not my book to to title but in my own thinking the power of decision not the power of intention because intention is an it is a statement of I'm intending it to happen but there could be variables a decision is a powerful thing and I feel when we make the decision however hard or easy it may be is very revealing about what we're not ready to let go of so the decision, oh, the yeah, decision, another,
2: yeah. yeah, that's another thing to think about. Yeah,
1: and the decision will reveal the unhealedness, the decision by the act of making the decision. And, and if it causes fear or whatever, mm-hmm. like it's that, like, the uh, unhealedness,
2: yes. Yeah. Oh, that's neat.
1: So yes. yeah, so I have people thank just you make so a decision. Much. I
2: never thought I would get that many well not never. Yeah. I just, I couldn't <laughs> imagine what you were going to say to that. Yeah, oh,
1: it's interesting. Well, thank you. What a gra- what a great question. Hope you hang on too. Yeah, so I'LL, I'll yeah. BE HANGING ON. Okay. That's the decision yeah. I made. <laughs> well, great. Well, thank you. Good decision. All right. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you. you too. Bye-bye. You know, I'd like to take yeah, just please. a quick moment. A friend of mine, Candace, a wonderful wonderful human uh, there. She had these made up. She works at the Workhouse Prison Museum at the Workhouse in Lorton. And she had these T-shirts made up for the museum for the suffragists that were jailed for freedom. And this symbol on the shirt was the pin they wore. And a lot of people don't realize, but uh, Alice Paul and the original suffragists that were the great... Uh, Represented the great turning point in the women's right to vote, the civil rights movement for suffrage, which is their right to vote. Uh, The turning point happened in Lorton, Virginia. They were jailed and treated so heinously. These women are are, uh, founding mothers, as it were. In 1921, or or, this happened in 1919, I believe. Because it was three years before um, women were given the right to vote were Mm -hmm. completely treated terribly and it got all over the nation, the word got out how terribly they were treated and so it got a lot of people on board and Mm -hmm. were it not for their sacrifice, who knows when women would have been given the right to vote. To have the natural oh, civil yeah. right to, yeah. to vote so anyway uh, visit the museum at the workhouse the prison museum at lorton and these are in the um in the gift shop too which was uh candace's lovely gift to the museum so mm-hmm. and i got cool. one and i'm so happy yeah, but right. but there are founding mothers and mm-hmm. uh, really you know the people you know you you've always said this too that we stand on the shoulders of our ancestors yes. and what they give to us now that kind of brings up an interesting thing, like you to weigh in on, too. They had an ambition to get the right to vote, to be a, a torch carrier in a relay race mm-hmm. through con- of consciousness throughout our uh, human yeah, experience, evolution. okay? It's, rough, I mean, it's just yeah. one of the many. Yeah. So we have ambition that comes from spirit. It's it's part of a larger plan in our mm-hmm. consciousness. I can't even describe it. And it has a very different feel. We are motivated, but it's motivated from a deeper place. And I think exactly. that's what people are searching for when they fall for the saccharine version called ambition, which yes. never fills us, only makes us more hungry.
0: Exactly. You said it very clearly. So the uh, we have a naturally occurring faculty by which we will improve. It's just there. Uh, it cannot be removed, it cannot be altered. There's nothing There's nothing that can be done about it. Ambition is very artificial. Ambition is, as you were saying, a whip snap. Ambition is this desire that you just have to get this done. It's a shark feeding rather than anything. You know, <clears throat> suffragettes came along through a natural sequence of events because it was just, there were, uh, the consciousness had raised to the point where women were to be, and, and still, I don't care for male, female, and, and using it that way, but this, this group of people had become conscious to the point that they demanded rights like everybody else. Mm-hmm. It's no different than any other slave being freed. It's no different mm-hmm. than any of it.
1: Or yeah. ignorance being illuminated. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. And it's our, basically, by the universe, by God, we are designed to improve.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. And Yeah, that is beautifully said, and well, I agree with that, and it, it brings tears to my eyes because of the truth in that. Yeah, yeah. We are designed to improve. No question. And there's not one soul atom of anything and all of consciousness that's not evolving toward growth yes and uh, that is re- you know there was a period of time where it really looked like the world was going to hell in a handbasket as they would say and everyone <clears throat> had words about it yes you know, the sky is falling chicken little thing Yes. I always knew since I was a child that things are getting better they're getting better less people. People are still enslaving and torturing other humans and animals but less and uh, less every day. Every day someone else becomes conscious. The more we make ourselves conscious the more the world does.
0: Talk about the elephants for a minute. That's one of the most touching things um, I've ever heard.
1: The, the ones in India? Yeah. Or the Shirley Jenny thing? or The, uh, the ones I in just India
0: have, that were being freed.
1: Yeah. There, there's um, Wildlife SOS, which Mm -hmm. is, people can look that up on Facebook and everything. Uh, What they do, what their mission is, is to rescue animals and to reinstate wisdom um, instead of ignorance. And there uh, was this tradition all through, I believe, Tibet and uh, India of what's called the dancing bear, the sloth bear. Mm -hmm. And it's a cruel practice where they shatter their fangs and Um, drive a a rope through their snouts to get them to dance through pain. And it had been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years, and they've successfully ended that practice in India. Mm -hmm. And not only just ended it, but that whole class of people that depended on that for an income, they've retrained them into another thing. But the elephants, their mission is to rescue every elephant in captivity and circuses. And liberate them and put them in refuges. Um, If you go to their Facebook page, uh, Raju was a very famous case where he cried uh, when he was being rescued for 50 years. He was in these spike chains. He still has a lot of pain from that, but he has quite the life now. He has a pool and he's just happy. And his girlfriend. He's gained a thousand pounds and he's got girlfriends and he's got a whole world and they're just so lovingly you know doing this anyway it's a great organization if you look for something to contribute. It's quite to. a
0: bit of great things in the world.
1: So this is ambition that is yes. not ambition this is a drive this is an alignment with that force that's always making us better yes and we accept it and we don't resist it this is what happens
2: mm-hmm. and
1: there are many people becoming conscious there are many people that have made the active choice not to hate others because yes. of their race or their sex. Right. There are many, 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 many people that have made that decision mm-hmm. to be loving even though some other belief was passed down to them. And so I think placing our attention on that and becoming that ourselves is going to put us all in that groove.
0: Yeah, and there's the, actually there's nothing going to stop it. It's a matter of how long it's going to take. And the only thing we can proactively do about that is to agree to become better, not ambitious yes. to become better. Yes, and that's the difference. When you when you have ambition, you lose it.
1: Well, y- ambition always needs the approval of someone else and yes. the recognition.
0: right. And this is all uh, very well put. And this is all internal. I choose to become a better person because I cannot not. I cannot make any other decision. There just isn't another decision to make. Yeah, you know. Uh, AND I DO IMAGINE THERE ARE HUMANS WHO HAVE DECIDED TO MAKE THEMSELVES WORSE, WHOEVER THEY ARE, WHATEVER THEY ARE. BUT, NO, THAT'S OUR NATURE. WE CAME HERE, AND WE CAME HERE TO BECOME BRIGHTER. THAT'S WHAT WE CAME HERE FOR. AND IT'S IRONIC BECAUSE LITTLE CHILDREN ARE UNBELIEVABLY BRIGHT. Mm -hmm. I MEAN, THEY JUST GIVE OFF LIGHT. AND LAUGH
1: 200 TIMES A DAY.
0: YEAH, AND THEN BY THE TIME THEY'RE OUT OF HIGH SCHOOL, THEY LAUGH, WHAT, OR OUT OF COLLEGE.
1: (laughs) WELL, WE DON'T HAVE ANY APPROVAL WHEN WE LAUGH. It's oh, like, hey, well why are put? you so happy?
0: Yeah, how dare you be happy? We have to have, there's something the matter with you if yeah, you're happy. Yeah, you're
1: acting like a child. Yes. Grow up, be somber.
0: Well, exactly, see, and that's that's what this whole ambition gnome is in our society. It drives us away yeah. from who it is that we could be. And this is just well, not healthy or I happy. I agree. Yeah. I agree.
1: And, and ambition is a measurement, and wherever you have measurement you have failure or success, and I put those in quotes so that they don't become part of the program. Computer programming, whatever text you have inside quotes, isn't part of the program. It's just literal text. So that's why I put quotes on things I don't want to be part of anyone's program well, that's that, that word a failure. That. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think that it sets us up for that because we are, instead of following our pull from love, our love beacon everybody is different and we ah oh, that's my north star so to speak mm-hmm. that's that's what feels right to me and sometimes often many times it's not going to get approval from anyone or recognition or even kindness from anyone but we have to follow it because it's it's a soul calling yes and then other people say You've got to have this ambition to make this amount of money or to have that kind of a husband or a wife right. or this beautiful woman on your arm as opposed to this. And we get so distracted. It's like we don't know what our food is. And That's it's true. Well you know, uh, I think Leah had put that, that rats don't know what their food is anymore because they've eaten out of humans' junk piles for so long. And... We don't either, by the way. We don't know our food, but we don't even know our soul food because we've been trained to think of it in the terms of these fit, really minute measurement spectrum.
0: Yeah. Now, it's important that we change, we the human race. I I would love to hear what else our audience might have to say about the subject of ambition because it is ruinous because... You can be, you know, a happy guy in college, and you graduated, and you got that job, and you meet with somebody you knew six months ago, and they go, what in the world happened? You become ravenous. <laughs> you know, your cheeks are hollow, Your, you know, yeah. your teeth are starting to what's, um, sharpen, you know, and you are and um, oh, yeah. got a job in sales. <laughs> you know, therefore, you have to, um, what is the word for that? Defeat the other salesman, mm-hmm. which is silly, because they still have feet. but. Whatever that is. <laughs> but no, ambition is not doing us any good
1: Well, you because know, you're going to improve. That's right. That's right. Uh, I think that we get ambition much like we get caffeine. We don't Ooh. have true soul connection with who we are, so we use ambition to m- motivate us. We don't have true energy and rest and peaceful serenity, so we use caffeine to motivate us. It's Ooh. kind of the same thing. No.
0: So be amphine.
1: Amphine. Well, you know, I've always said you're either in measurement or art, experience. Yeah. And if you're in measurement, you're not happy. And if you're in experience, you are. And if yeah. you you can't you can't measure and be happy. You know, you you have to pick one. Uh, I used to love to create art myself. Yes. I'm not nearly the talent that you are. Ah. Uh, but I I allowed myself to create art mm-hmm. because I finally let me off the Ambition train Very that good. I had to draw and paint like everyone else. And I just did it to enjoy. And I tell you, I was so pulled into experience. It was magnificent. And we don't allow ourselves to do that at all. Ambition, poor little children, they have to have an activity constantly. They're going to be so scared of being alone in, in and in the dark and quiet with nothing to do. It'll be such a, a fearful thing because they're never left alone. Our times as a child when we were bored, taught us how to go deeper yeah. and to create ideas of yeah. games. Oh, we're going to play a game of we're on a spaceship and going back in time, those creative games that we made up.
0: Well, boredom had always gotten such a bad rap, but nobody understands it as part of the trinity of creation. Yes, I agree. There's the inspiration, the process, and boredom, and mm-hmm. you cannot cut off any one of those three and expect anything to work. Yeah. So the if you're saying, I'm bored, what you've told me, is that you're waiting for the next uh, spark into your uh, field?
1: Yeah, I agree with that, and that's very well put. Uh, a- another uh, aspect, or another thing to add on to that, although it won't be in that trinity format. No, it doesn't. But it's but it, it's good um, because I love the trinity. Um, you know, we've came up with many of those back oh, in yeah. the day when we first started doing the show together back mm-hmm. in 2000, oh, yes. 15 years ago, or almost the 16. last century. Yeah. Well. Uh, I, I felt like the boredom thing mm-hmm. causes you to be creative, which causes you to find something, you know, the materials, and then you create, and then you enjoy your creation, and then you get bored. One of the components in there, that, that's more like a path or, or part of the process of doing it. We don't allow ourselves to enjoy. Like, we're given these big projects at work, and there's never like, okay, everybody, we're taking you out to dinner, Mm -hmm. and here's a week off. We finish that. Enjoy your creation. We are taught we're not allowed to enjoy our creation. So we create, create, create all with the hunger, the desperate desire to enjoy our creation. But they don't let us so that we keep trying to do it it's like yeah. an apple tree when you keep cutting its fruit off and it'll grow more or tomato or whatever.
0: yeah there's a lot yeah. of similes like that well I'll tell Bert Dallas story he and I were friends in the Bert school Dallas
1: of the is a wonderful human being he is I truly. Met him
0: yeah. Yes, and um, uh, Bert and I got a job laying um, flooring um, oak flooring mm-hmm. in uh, you know condos uh, yeah and so we would work all day and then you would sand and and nailing and gluing Mm -hmm. the thing, and then you'd have all this rough stuff with dry glue, and then you would sand it, and then you would sand it with a finer sandpaper and finer sandpaper, and it would get just smooth. Ooh, I love that. And at the end of the day, um, I was ready to go, because it's (laughs) the end of the day, (laughs) and Bert would just walk around lovingly feeling... Feeling? Yeah, how smooth it was. And I was going, oh, come on, we can go. Do, do you know we can go? We're done. Do you know we can go? Uh, oh, but feel this. Feel this. And um, this is going on 40 at least years later. And I see his point. Okay? I love. Yeah.
1: You know, if I make a quilt or yeah. crochet something mm-hmm. uh, or knit something, I, I even take a picture of it because it's just... the. I can't describe it. It was like um, there was a love yes. and a fulfillment of that love on the other side of right. the creation. And when mm. you get there, it's like the, the love and the fulfillment of the love met. And you need, you have to, from a soul level, allow them to bond Yes. or the creation isn't complete. And I think that we seek no fulfillment. And that's why there is no pride in workmanship.
0: Exactly. And you're paying people money to do it. yeah. And that takes all of the joy right out of it because it's never enough money, <laughs> you know. Well, the amb- and, yeah. yeah,
1: but it's uh, okay to pay people for their creations. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think the ambition changes your relationship to money.
0: Oh, it does, yeah. We had been uh, in the uh, very favorite restaurant, The Sunflower, and we've been having this evening, and we've been having that interesting discussion. I don't know if you remember. Um, because I wanted to bring it up, we were talking uh, talking about love and uh, versus. Um, do you remember the love versus essentially not love? Or and so I said in the galaxy you're talking about uh, uh, planets where people that are called reptilian create a whole society.
1: Oh, I, I, I know. I was saying that our true value lies not in our ability to fight but in our ability to love Love, yes right now our value is put in how we can fight how we can get the next guy how we can do that and love doesn't always get you a a rose and a uh, pat on the back you know love Mm -hmm. often gets you slugged in the face
0: yeah now I was saying that in the the Galactic history and mm-hmm. what it is that will be producing so the
1: reptilian.
0: Yeah, the reptilian and um, The reptilians always go up against uh, Civilizations that are based much more on love mm-hmm. and uh, the love always triumphs and we were discussing that and um, You had very cleverly um, Listed if you recall, I don't know if you do but the the reptilian will do anything in the way of a trick hoax con Uh, In any way that it possibly can, it will manipulate everything and everyone around it. And imagine a society based on that. You don't have to. You're living in one. Okay. (laughs) Right. Okay. And then, um, but somehow the love always wins. And so then we had a further discussion about uh, the faculty by which um, love always wins. I didn't mean to spring this on you, but you had said... Uh, one of the attributes of love is its ability to
1: well are you talking about the, the congress- tools which yes. are understanding uh respect um and f- allowance right flexibility yes and, and uh
0: that's how it always wins yeah yeah that's the most brilliant thing you that was unbelievably brilliant I I um, thank you thank yeah you. no that's that's the whole thing right there if you are as you are a very loving person, you're going to end up rewarded for it.
1: Well, <laughs> we'll see. No. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, I get, I get what you're saying. And yeah. It, and it's hard for people to remain loving because it appears, it appears that the weaponry of the fight mentality is stronger and will slay you every time. But the power of love is what enables you to lift yourself above it and not get sucked down, mm-hmm. and it's like the, the hot air balloons. I've, I've said for years um, that we must remove the sandbags out of our hot air balloon in order to ascend, and the mm-hmm. sandbags are our old pan, pain. I feel, and I believe this is true, that all war is about the past. all war is about a past unresolved pain it is never about the present if Mm -hmm. we could let go of the past of unresolved injustices unresolved takings unresolved wars unresolved everything I think that we would have peace on earth so to speak oh absolutely so
0: um, yeah so there's the um, story that we have told I'm of um, I don't know where this comes from in my mind, but I know it to be true. Uh, there was um, uh, in Vietnam, a group of soldiers jumped off of a helicopter just as it was landing. That's what they did all the time. And the two guys were talking, and one guy said, "You know, I'm not going to die today." And the, uh, and they jump off, and there's a lot of gunfire. And um, later on, the um, the one of the soldiers realized that there were bullet holes in his uniform, but not in him, because the bullets had passed through him, but not the uniform. And it was that he provided absolutely zero resistance, yeah. because he, he made his decision.
1: Yeah. That, you know, that's beautiful. What a yeah. beautiful story. And it's so much, too, about Uh, You know, when people are in a state of non-resistant, they tend not to get into car accidents. And we'll take that call in just a minute. Or they get in accidents, but they don't get hurt because they're not, you know, freezing up. But one thing about those sandbags is I just wanted to finish that little thing that I I I created a deck I call the sandbag deck that's designed to go into your core beliefs and reveal those and yes. give you a remedy of healing and then a gift from that yes that we've been using uh, extensively. extensively and it's it's very interesting i don't know that everybody would be able to uh, get where that comes from but anyway yes. let's take you it. have
0: done an enormous amount of healing with uh, you have provided an enormous amount of healing for me. I see the world completely differently. Well, thank you. And yeah, and you're I, an unbelievable the deck person is, that way. It's um, yes. something
1: I even created 2007. So I know. it's, it's God, new to me because I, I hadn't picked it up in a while. Anyway, we have a call, so we we'll Hi, pick it
0: up. yeah. Hi caller, what's your name, please?
2: Hi, this
1: is Edith.
0: Edith. Oh, Edith All right. Hey. Thanks for waiting. What can we do for you?
2: Um I just had a question for you um, what would be your advice for how to take um, a performance appraisal at work? How would how would you receive that?
1: Ah
2: I'm going to put you on mute
1: okay. All right. Thank you. That's very uh, yeah. kind of you to do that. That's no. really helpful, by the way. If you do that, that's a great idea, Edith. Yeah. Then there's no feedback loop.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that that's an interesting question. If, if you'd like me to give a few thoughts oh, sure. first. Um, yeah. I think that everybody goes through a lot of anxiety, even bosses that have to write them. Mm-hmm. And one thing I noticed when we were in writer's group together that people confuse critique with criticism. Yes. They feel like they have to search your work to look for something wrong with it in order to do their job right. And I would take any kind of performance review as somebody trying to get earn their paycheck by criticizing. But I think it's demoralizing in a lot of ways, unless it's constructively done. Oh, anyway. yeah,
0: quite so. Well, uh, it is one thing to remember is that nobody talks about anything other than themselves. On this That's entire true. planet, from point. the very beginning, you take an author, and he's writing a book about himself. You take an artist, and they, artists do not do anything but self-portraits. There's nothing else there is. So whatever the person is saying to you, they are talking about themselves. Mm. If someone were to viciously insult you, they have given you such intimate information about who it is they really are that you could just, um, pardon the expression, own them because they've given you the keys to their whole deal there. Whatever the insult is, is what they don't like about themselves. Yeah, that's so and true. it's the same thing with your performance review. Whatever they're talking about, You know, and it's designed to get you to take it personally like everything else in the the ambition society.
1: That's so good, that's so good. You know, another little facet to that is I've noticed that bosses that feel they suffered for something want other people to suffer, like the medical industry, how they make the interns and stuff get absolutely no sleep because that's the way it's done, I had to do that, yet they're putting these people in charge of people's life and death situations on three hours sleep for extended periods. I think a lot of the times when the person writing the review is angry at themselves, for working so hard, they'll make other people wrong for not exactly. doing what they did. Yeah, exactly. So anyway. Um, mm-hmm.
0: And time Thank
1: you very much. I'd appreciate if you could give me a read. Okay, sure. Yeah. 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 Oh. Okay.
0: Okay, and I yeah. believe it's time for time the duck. Time for the duck.
1: Sorry if you got cut there, okay?
0: Yeah, well... we'll but I'll do
1: it. her reading first. As a matter of yeah, fact, very I'll start good. doing okay. that while Here we're reading for the duck. Here comes, yes. Here come the duck. I guess Ah. he was ready to fly away, little duck. Okay. Pay attention to the flow in your life. Any perceived roadblocks are really just signposts pointing you in the right direction.
0: A change in residence or real estate purchase is coming your way. You are ready to take things in a new direction.
1: Beautiful. Huh. All right, well, those were good. So everybody can take those messages as mm-hmm. for yeah. their own thing. And I'll do Edith a reading and anybody oh, else that would like to call in. And Neville will get your chakra affirmation. And I'm not sure if you wanted a reading about your performance thing or whatever, but I'll just kind of do a general one and it'll probably answer that too. The first card is the card of aloneness. And like we were saying before, if we're not given It taught the value of aloneness, quiet, stillness, nothingness, then it becomes an enemy that we have to run from and that means we sell our soul in order to not be left alone. So this is about being alone and I feel you've done a lot of work to understand what your inner light is and keep trusting in that and letting your innocence of who you know you are have a bearing on things uh... the innocence is the innocence that comes with wisdom um... the the path that takes us around our life experiences leaves us with the wisdom that brings its innocence back and talk about real estate purchase and all that this is a card that frequently comes up when there is buying or selling real estate or land or moving or changing jobs or something like that and maybe this is just giving you a little bit of a, a, a scent of the flower so that you know that there may come a time in the near future that there's something better for you, opportunity-wise.
0: And the Chakra Affirmation card is... Throat Chakra. I hear myself clearly, therefore others hear me clearly also.
1: Oh, perfect. That goes so along with this. Perfect.
0: Good yeah. job. Beautiful. Three blue flowers for mm-hmm. the throat chakra. Yeah. How lovely. Yeah. Okay. And uh, hello, caller. What's your name, please? Hello? Hi. Hi. What's your name?
2: Hi, my name is Zabiba. Hi. Zabiba,
0: what can we do for you?
2: Uh, yes, Zabiba. mm
0: mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
2: Yes. Can I get reading from Mary, please? Sure. Excellent.
1: Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you for calling in. And chakra affirmation, too. Mm-hmm. The first card is the card of exhaustion. And I would say first primary message from that card is Get more rest. You may find that you're working a lot, and even if it's not physically, it could be mentally. And um, and sometimes things can be exhausting that we don't realize, like other people in our life can be exhausting us. Yeah. And sometimes we let go of that exhaustion. We don't have to let go of the person, although maybe you do let go of the person. You don't have to. Sometimes we just let go of the idea of resistance to that person because the resistance is what's making us tired not the yeah, person yeah. it's the resist. you know people talk about energy vampires and stuff it's really our resistance to that person that's re- fatiguing us mm-hmm. so if we don't have a resistance that doesn't mean surrender and acquiesce acquiescing to them it just mm-hmm. means i'm not going to fight who they are they are who they are and then this is the card of comparison I. I if somebody in your life is judging you, saying you should be a certain way or not a certain way, I would say that it, when we compare, somebody's always got to lose. And I would just step out of that game yeah. because you're perfect where you are and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But there might be some people and circumstances you may want to distance yourself from. Yeah. And what I, affirmation? Oh.
0: The affirmation card is the solar plexus chakra. I am always in harmony with my life. I see my role and my power in all situations.
2: Perfect.
1: Boy, our cards are going along so well together tonight. Yeah. As always, I, but yeah. very visibly tonight.
0: Excellent. Okay. Thank okay. you very much. And, uh, and these okay. are
1: affirmations from my chakra affirmation deck, which you can play online. Mm-hmm. But these are affirmations that when, you, when Neville pulls that for you, say it throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Say the affirmation. Because yeah. it's a healing vibration.
0: You've created so many decks. Well, oh
1: gosh, I have so many more that if anybody ever wants to underwrite a bunch of therapeutic decks, let me know.
0: This could be. I'm
1: half joking, but half not joking. Okay, so do we have another caller?
0: I don't believe at the moment, but uh, that's okay. Yes. And um, you, were, were
1: you going to say something earlier?
0: More than likely. I just uh, don't quite recall where the track was okay. at that point. But the... Um, concept of becoming the better person is inherent no matter what Mm -hmm. and uh, ambition is a um, stepping down of the frequency in in the sense. That's a good point. Yeah, and turning it into um, uh, claws and teeth whereas it just wanted to be uh, uh, wanted to be something much higher. Yeah, Yeah. well I
1: have uh, have an idea of your game that why don't we do a reading and a chakra affirmation for somebody that may be viewing this in the archives and not live. And so this one is for you. All right. And you know who you are. Or will. (laughs) You will know who you are. So why don't you pull it. Chakra affirmation. Uh, The first card is the lover's card. And really this card is beautiful. Lovers usually it's a it's a very passionate thing that doesn't involve a lot of mind and thinking and everything, but it's Mm -hmm. talking about the best kind of lover relationship is when you have that relationship with yourself in your heart, then you can look in the eyes of the other person and see yourself, that deep self that you've been searching for, instead of seeing your pain in their eyes or your dysfunction or whatever. And so the lover's card can talk about new energies coming into your life romantically Mm -hmm. as well. And the card postponement is this person has sat in the black and white world saying, oh, Uh. when the kids grow up, when I have a million dollars, when I uh, do this or that, then I will take that step. And it's saying that the the beautiful brilliance of the rainbow colors coming through the throat chakra is here to start them creating that future now. It's Mm -hmm. time. The time is now. And then it's time for rebirth. You're no longer fighting against... You're no, longer, or you're no longer acquiescing and just going along with. You're no longer fighting against. But you're, you're coming now through choice, mm-hmm. not resistance, not coercion, but through choice, through your life. It's
0: the way you do it. And mm-hmm. the chakra for our future person is the sacral chakra. I am nurtured by all it is, and I am completely satisfied.
2: There
0: we go.
1: That is an excellent one to say for all sorts of
0: things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, truly so.
1: For feeling fulfilled and filled in all kinds of areas. Oh,
0: future person. And uh, does this mean we have another um, guest? Hi, caller, what's your name, please?
2: Hi, it's Suzanne. Oh, hey, Suzanne. Suzanne, all right. Uh, And uh, I was just calling in for a reading from Mary and a card from Neville. Wonderful. If so I get card? my act together, I'll see you at Ruby Tuesdays if you're going there. Okay,
1: sounds good. We'd love to see you.
2: Mm-hmm. All, okay. right. All, right. All right. I'll First, take my answer
1: off the air. Wonderful, thank you. The morality card is interesting because you know how you were saying earlier, if what someone judges about themselves is also what oh, they see in yeah. another person. Mm-hmm. So in our lives, what we tend to judge gives us clues about where we're judging ourselves. And so this card is always about stepping out of self-judgment and being easier on yourself. And I know we're all walking that path to do Mm -hmm. that, but to look at the things in your life that seem to be in opposition and put them into uh, flow with you by seeing the mirror rather than the appearance of what's going on. The second card is past lives, it can talk about things from past lives coming up in your life now and showing you repetitive cycles that you may be able to break through doing some past life work. It's also talking about repetitive cycles in your life can give you that same insight, like every two years I move or every time I get a friend named Georgina, she ends up moving away after a month, you know, like whatever those patterns are, it's really good to know. And the final card is the creativity. This pulls us into the experience instead of the measurement. I also had a dream about this card many, many years ago where the hands of God reached down holding the card and said you can throw away all the other cards because all you really require is this. Doorway. This is the doorway to all that is, is your creativity because mm-hmm. you're not measuring it. So maybe get more into your art, fonts, whatever. Yeah. You know, something creative.
0: Whatever that might be. Mm-hmm and the chakra affirmation card is the crown chakra mm. the arms of love enfold me with its gentleness and wisdom
1: so if you mm. could repeat that the arms of love you want to read it again uh,
0: pardon me <laughs> the arms of love enfold me with its gentleness and wisdom mm.
1: Here we go. beautiful one to say as you yeah. fall asleep at night
0: oh yeah excellent uh, by the way your meditation break uh, is online as far as I understand and I've been listening quite intently and you do have one called sleep which I've never heard the end of because I end up asleep, fall asleep sleep. Before, before I get there
1: I've been known to put people to sleep before
0: well this is in a very good way And you had, <laughs> on purpose uh, you had the breakthrough meditation which was also quite great and um, all of them are great I'm, I'm just uh, oh, mentioning yeah. a few of them yeah. And the heart healing one is exceptional.
1: I think that's my favorite. I, I yeah? listen to my own all the time just
0: because that's good.
1: I say what I want to hear. <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh, anyone that wants. Um,
1: yeah, they're free. You can listen to them on the website. I'm not sure if the healing one is there. I'm going to be posting all of my meditation break calls that I used to do once a month mm-hmm. that were a half hour call yeah. that had a focus, group focus, meditation mm-hmm. technique, and a guided meditation. Yeah. And you can look at all of your art online, and there's going to be a lot more added. You came up with a whole series of Flower of Life paintings and other sacred geometric things. A
0: huge number. That we're going
1: to be photographing and putting up on the website. You can view all of your art, and you can order prints and and greeting cards with your art on it. Mm -hmm. It's really um, a
0: wonderful thing. Yeah, and the originals as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, so many things going on. New copper devices will be coming out towards... Mm -hmm. uh, That's in a cycle, it will start up again soon Mm -hmm. also. That's true. And um, all of this stuff. Yes.
1: So, well, it was our joy and honor to take you to the door this evening.
0: And you're going through it, so you may as well go through it. You can resist all you want, but that's all you've ever done. (laughs) So how about just, yeah, just for a change of pace, why don't you go ahead and uh, ascend? Going through. You're gonna. Come
1: on over, come on over.